Sundays are for winners. Today I want to share some thoughts that I had while I went to the beach with my dog Armando. Uh, just to give you an idea, I woke up 6 a.m. today, have my breakfast. I had like a huge, huge breakfast. And I know that I'm a proponent of intermittent fasting, but today makes sense to have breakfast. After that, I went to the beach, to Macaja, Miraflores, with Armando. And uh, after that, I came back, I cleaned the WhatsApps, sleep one hour, now I'm recording the podcast, and later I will go to the gym. By this time, it's 12, it's mediodía. By this time, it's noon. What I'm trying to go with this is that I believe Sunday is one day that people don't take advantage from. They don't squeeze the benefits of their Sunday. And in order to have a beautiful Sunday, we need to wrap the Saturday like a winner also. Some people believe that if you want to use your Sunday to make your Sunday profitable, you should cancel all your social interactions. And it's not like that. Yesterday, I had a gathering with my people from the university. It was the birthday of my friend Renzo Minchola. By the way, he's a university teacher also now in the, in the Ricardo Palma. And um, interesting enough is that he said, eh, the party starts at 8 p.m. So you know how is the fucking Latino culture. If someone say 8 p.m., people start to arrive starting from 10 p.m. maybe. So I asked him, hey, are you going to be there 8 p.m.? Literally. And he said, yes. So I went there 8 p.m. When the clock ticked, the number 8, <laughs> I was there. And I was, I was talking with him like one full hour until the rest of the people arrived. So maybe this sounds kind of simple or stupid, but just to give you an idea, I had one full hour of interaction with one of my best friends. If I arrive late, now everybody's there and I don't have the chance to talk as deep as I did with him. That sounds sexual, but you get the point. Uh, he told me a story about my career. I studied global business management, negocios internacionales, in La Ricci. And he told me this story that I didn't know because now he's working in the university. He told me that the reason why they make bilingual the career, because in, in La Ricci, after the sixth semester, después del sexto, sexto semestre, the courses were in English. And he said the reason why they did it like that was to get rid of all the shitty uh, teachers, all the shitty political teachers, because as you know, many universities in Peru and in the world, now they are infected with the political staff. So they realized the director, Back then in time was este Castro, his last name. He realized that most of these political people were lazy to learn a second language. So by including English, they filtered the bad teachers and was a way to keep better quality of them. Um, interesting, right? I learned that because I went early to the reunion. Not only that, when the rest of the people started to arrive, I was able to have good conversation with them because I was already at the living room. Um, the two topics that I found out that we should normalize when we interact with other people is how do you make your money and in what things are you investing or are you planning to invest? Some people will say that it's too much, keep talking about money all the time, but we need to remember this. Money is the way that we store our energy. So if we don't talk about an, uh, money, we are just leaving energy on the table. And not only that, Everybody has opportunities that the other people need. So by talking about money, we are helping others and also helping ourselves. Um, there was a woman, for example, she started selling clothes on Instagram and she didn't know that you can personalize, that you can customize a link on Instagram to send them to your WhatsApp with a gallery showing your products. 
So all those things happen because we were talking about money there. When the I was there from 8 p.m. till 10.30. At 10.30, I left the reunion. And this is something that I learned last year. Last year, I had a reunion with the same people. And the reunion was so good that I decided to stay until 3 a.m., I remember, the last reunion that we had. And you know what happened? The next day, I regret so much. I felt like shit. But this time was different because I decided to leave the reunion in the good time. When I squeeze as much as possible the good topic of reunion and leave early the, the, the party. That allowed me today to go to the beach early, early morning. I was at, as I told you, more or less at 7 I was at the beach. And also I had an interesting interaction with a young man. Not a sexual interaction, but an interesting interaction. And this young guy, um, he told me, he approached to me, he said, hello, Uncle Balta. And he told me, you know, I have been listening to your podcast today when I came in the Metropolitano. And he was so fucking happy. I asked, hey, what do you do for a living? Where do you work? And he said, I work here. I'm an instructor in a surfing um, um, company or service that we have here. And this guy was so fucking happy. In mind, he woke up today, I think like 6.30, take a shower, took the Metropolitano, went down walking all the Costa Verde, and he was happy to go to uh, have his job. And I asked him, Hey, tell me, uh, did you party yesterday? And he told me, no, I didn't party yesterday because this is my party. And that was something that I was like, congratulations, you got it. And the guy is 20 years old. It's very cool when I see a young kid with wisdom. Many people, they spend all their fucking life and they never achieve wisdom. And this guy already have it. And what is the wisdom? Is that basically when you love your job, that is the party. And now you don't need to waste your money in other party. Not only that, he told me, here I make money, I have fun surfing, I met, I met women, I do everything that I want and I get paid for that. And that is something that people don't understand. People are chasing the bill, el billete, all the time, but they don't ask themselves what are the hidden costs. When we work in something that we dislike, we start to accumulate stress. And then we need to pay money to get rid of that stress. And when you find out that hey, the money that you're making is living because you're in this loop of accumulating stress and try to buy with time your health again. And I cannot leave this podcast without mentioning the one and only Armando, the one and only El Gran Armando. He is the reason why I'm going to the beach, honestly, because we know what things make us feel alive. I know that going to the beach made me feel alive. But even though I know it, I procrastinated. But it's stupid. But we all make the same mistake. We all know, oh, this is good for me. And then the next week, we forget to do it. <laughs> or, no, I'm too busy to do it. But thanks God, Armando, he is very strict with me. So on I don't know how he, he, he knows what day is Sunday. But the thing that is on Sunday, he stands next to the car. And like, like Cholo, he's there and he doesn't move until I open the door so we can go to the beach. So he forced me to go to the beach and I'm proud of him because that helped me. We have been going to the beach maybe for more than, so far, more than three months, maybe every Sunday. And last Sunday, we didn't go because the car was broken, was not working. And I can tell you this. Last week that I didn't go to the beach, I felt how I had a little bit more of a stress than, than regularly. So, so that made me, that reminds me that sometimes when 
our life is so fucked up, we can do something that screw our life more and we don't realize. For example, sometimes people say this. It's like, hey, I can go to sleep early. I can go to sleep late. Me puedo amanecer and nothing happened. Yeah, but when you go to sleep late, the next day you feel like shit. Now, you don't realize because you already are feeling like shit. But when we start to have awareness in what thing is going on in our life, we realize that this little detail makes the difference. I can tell you now, if I go to bed late one day, I really feel it the next day. If I eat la tía veneno, a cheeseburger in the corner, I will feel that shit. Even if I go to any restaurant and I eat um, any food with oil and a lot of seasoning, my ass is going to be on fire. So we really need awareness if we want to fix our life. What things are making us feel alive and what things are killing us? And well, basically those are my Sunday thoughts. If you wanted to just have an idea what happened with me, that is the episode of today. And if you really want to take your life to the next level, I have, I summarized a one hour podcast that I heard today in the morning about money. I know that when we say, oh, a podcast about money, so boring, what do, what I don't know about money, but I can tell you, I always say the same. And when I take the time to listen to this podcast, my mindset and the way that I see money and especially the way that I feel that you can store your energy change. I'm going to give you like four or five ideas rapidly. The first one was like, if you want money, you don't need to want, if you want to attract money, you don't attract money by wanting money. You attract money by becoming the type of person that money likes. Interesting. And the same applies for love. If you want the perfect woman or the woman that you would like to date, you don't attract the woman by texting her, by saying her that you like her. You attract her by becoming the man that she will be attracted to. And what it means, it means our identity. What identity do I need to have? What is the identity of that person that has a lot of money? What is the identity of that guy that makes $100,000 per month? Imagine, $100,000. Sounds crazy, but how that guy thinks? How that guy, I'm sure that guy is never depressed. I'm sure that guys always know how to do the activities in the right sequence. Always everything has a block of time, I'm sure. And also the guy that attracts the woman that I want, what characteristics, what features he has. I'm sure that he's good talking. I'm sure that he's always smiling. I'm good that he knows how to find the perfect topic whenever he's interacting with her. I'm sure that she feels secure when she's close to this guy. So what do we need to become to attract the things that we have in life? That is the first thought. The second one is everybody says like money is not fair because many people work hard and they don't have the money, but it's working hard, but working hard in the right thing. Some people say it's working smart. Yeah, working smart is kind of vague. I like better this one, working in the right stuff. What are those activities that really move the needle? And what are those activities that are just time fillers? They were making some jokes and I can tell that this is, this is true. I have many of my friends that they work in corporations, for example. And while we are doing exercise, they are replying emails on their cell phones just to pretend that they are working. So they say like, if you shouldn't have to reply mails to pretend to be alive on your job, you will finish your job in three or four hours, half of the time or sometimes even less. So that is why it's not about working more hours or working just hard. It's focusing your energy on what are those 
key activities. For example, today in my day was the key activities was going to the beach, now cleaning the WhatsApps, then uh, doing this podcast. After this, uh, going to the gym and later recording an episode with the Cholos. I'm going to record an episode with two of the group of the Cholos and I'm going to upload that maybe tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. So basically are like four or five activities, but I know that if I focus all my attention in this thing, I will have good results. So as soon as you finish one activity, you are thinking, how can I do as best as possible the next one? There's no room for depression if you handle it like that. The other thought that they, they dropped, and it was a cool one, was, and by the way, if you want to text me, I forgot to mention my WhatsApp, if you want to text me, más 51-9890-23986, if you want to join English para Cholos, buy my audiobooks or the supplements. Okay, coming back. Success, everybody has a different meaning for success, but there is something that we should acknowledge, that what is not success? And success is not comparison. Success is not measuring your life with your neighbor or your life with your friends. Um, success is not buying the most expensive car just to impress other people. That is something that I always mention here, but interesting enough, you know the power of social media. You are scrolling, you see an ad of a nice car, you stop looking at that, and now they fill you with a lot of motherfucking ads all the time. So I'm looking for memes on Facebook for my pages, and now I see the new Suzuki, the new Volvae, or the new Audi. There is an Audi that has a discount. Like, Fuck, they, they offer like 10%, 20% discount. Oh, maybe let's, let's buy a car. It's a perfect deal. And today, I went to the beach in the morning with my goal, with my Volvae goal. And I came back with this conclusion. It's like, hey, you know, we already have most of the things that we really need. Sometimes what we are missing is squeezing more our resources. If I have a car, I can use it in a better way. If I have a dog, I can spend more time with him. If I have a mother, I can talk with her and try to go and help her in the things that I have. So try to squeeze the people and the resources that we have. Use them as much as possible. Enjoy them. Um, well, two extra things just to wrap this. is uh, They say we need to learn to dance with the universe, not to fight against them. Many people say like, it's like we all have circumstances, situations in our life, problems. And people, oh, this is my problem. I cannot grow to it. No, yeah, that is the problem. How can we dance with this problem? This is fucked up, but is there a way that even though having this fucked up situation, can I pull things off and improve my reality? And usually the answer is yes, but having this positive mindset all the time. One extra thing here is that when we have abundance mentality, we are not impressed with things. If you know that you can make money, and I can tell you, this was not something that happened to me before, but things got little by little, I'm achieving this level. I'm not still in the, the, the big master of abundance, but little by little, I know, I see a Mercedes Benz, and I say, it's a nice car. I can afford it. I can buy it if I want, but I don't need it. I'm good with the things that I have. I can use my money to, to create more projects. When you, or at least this is how I feel, I feel now more money means more projects. Before was more money was more cars, more money was more put. No, no more putas. I mean, the, the, the slats were always cheap, but before I used to think that like more money, more cars. But now it's more money, more investment for English para Cholos. More money, more investment for the, for the YouTube channel. And well, a thought that I cannot skip here is that they mentioned this. The economy 
is not equal to my economy and it's not equal to your economy. Sometimes we use the economy as an excuse in the same way that when a man tries to open conversation with a young lady and the lady doesn't feel like talking with the guy, the guy says, oh, she's young, she doesn't have topics to, to discuss, she doesn't have topics to share. But reality is like it's the man that doesn't know how to connect with the woman. And the same happens with the economy. Sometimes when things are going bad, we justify that we are doing bad because the economy is going down. And the economy is just a statistic. I remember vividly in the year 2000, when the economy was going up like crazy, my, my finance were like shit. Of course, I was younger, but still, in the year 2005, I remember the economy was going up. I was in the university. I didn't feel the change. Now that the economy is tanking, my economy is beautiful. It's growing in a nice way. So we need to disconnect the idea that we are going to do as well as the economy. We can do good all the time. There are people who make money when there is inflation. So why can you not make money when there is inflation? There are people that make money when the supply chain is broken. We can also do. There are people who make plenty of millions of dollars in COVID. So why we cannot make also money in those situations? Always we need to adapt. And to adapt, we need to understand that the only way is to beat the system. We cannot follow the system. We cannot be part of the system. We need to be above the system. Um, just something extra. I get, I get excited with this topic. But we treat money as a technology or as a, as a way of exchange our energy. But let's remember this. Taxes and inflation are the double penetration. Remember that phrase. That is true. So let's remember that if we don't work and if we don't learn about our finance and our accountant, de nuestra contabilidad de nuestras finanzas, what is going to happen is that we are going to suffer a lot of taxes and we are going to suffer a lot of inflation. And this guy that I was following, he said that more or less, how much money do you, how much percentage of your money do you feel goes to the government? Some people will say, oh, maybe 10%, maybe 20%. Some people, when, when I heard 30%, I was, wow, 30% is a lot. Imagine, all the money that you make in the year, 30% goes to the government. That's a lot. But this guy said, it's not even 30%. 30% will be polite from the government. It's more or less 70, 70%. What? How 70%? And then he starts to dissect it. First, all the money that goes actually to the taxes. And then every time that you buy something, you have to pay here in Peru, for example, IGB. That is 18%. So then you realize, fuck, inflation is not what it's not just what I pay when I make money. It's also what I pay each time that I buy something. It's what I pay for having my house. El, 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 los el impuesto a la renta. Fuck, you're surprised. So that's why we need to master the art of how to reduce the impact of taxes and also how to avoid inflation. And in inflation, I could get excited and talk like 10, 10 minutes, but I'm going to summarize it. The best way to avoid inflation is by buying things that cannot be replicable, that cannot be printed. So, for example, uh, land is a way that cannot be printed. But you know what is even better than land? Creating your own assets. When you are buying land, when you are buying gold or Bitcoin, yeah, it's still a good way to fight against inflation. But if you really, really want to destroy Inflation is create a business because you know what is inflation? Inflation is a lot of money chasing scarce assets. 
So the more inflation means more money in the system. And if your asset is really attractive, you are going to benefit from this inflation. And now you want more inflation. So interesting how you can weaponize inflation. And that was something that was like, holy crap, this is so exciting. Well, I get I got too excited today with today's episode. I hope you enjoy your Sunday. Remember, spending time to acquire wisdom is the best thing that we can do. Wisdom is not taxable, no es, no es taxable. Wisdom is something that just go to you and you can improve your life if you know the right things. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to text me, you can send me a WhatsApp to más 51 9890 23986.